Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to our Provoking Thoughts podcast. Yes, it's our first one. First one, first one, first one. Excited. Very excited. It's taken us a while to get to this point. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Mai? I actually wanted to share something that I was reading. Okay. I just finished this book called The Art of Hearing Heartbeat. Okay. Which is a beautiful, beautiful story. I don't want to give up the story. I actually hope people will actually go and read it. Hmm. But the end of the story... Uh, uh, who's going to go read after you tell the end? I'm not going to tell okay. the end, but at the end of the story... Okay. I was thinking a lot about love and relationship. Hmm. And... Um, and how so many people live their life compromising on the relationship. Your computer is missing. So many people live their lives compromising on the relationship when their heart really yearns for something else. But that something else, a lot of the time, is not real. So they need a here and not there. They're not really present in the relationship that they chose, mm. you know, openly chose, which is not fair to the spouses. They're not, it's not fair for them. And then they're not in their fantasy world either. Just sort of dangling in the middle. Mm. And all I could think about is why would anybody want to live like this? Mm. You know, or how much fear do you have to be in to compromise on your love Compromise on your relationship and compromise on yourself. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, love is such a scary thing for so many people. Relationships is such a scary thing that people, you know, would rather not feel the highs or the lows of it uh, sort of out of a protection or a consolation for themselves, you know, so they can focus all that energy maybe in something else in their lives but uh, relationships can be so scary for people because of past heartbreaks or uh, things like that that have made them not want to actually actively love somebody hmm. uh, I know in, in you know in our lives I find that you know I pull myself back from loving fully uh, a lot of the time just based on my experiences that I had in the past and, and traumatic experiences that I've had in relationships that have, uh, you know, taken away my trust um, and my ability to actually really unconditionally love, which is interesting. Yeah, you know, there's so many aware people mm -hmm. talking about how love is stronger than any fear. Mm. Um, and it is. I mean, I think when something scares you, this is a good time to go do it. Mm. So if loving all the way really scares you, and that's mm. a really good opportunity to go ahead and do it, mm. if you have a partner to do it with, you know. But I, I just can't get into the mindset of somebody who is choosing a partner, actively choosing a partner, mm that is a compromise. Mm. I mean, the way I see it, it's only 
uh, it only comes from feeling that you're not good enough to get what you really want. So we learn to compromise. And how awful it is to the person and how awful it is to the partner. You know? Mm. So if you're listening out there and you're in that kind of relationship, if you feel like you're being uh, compromised on by your partner or if you're compromising do yourself a favor and go chase your dream but make sure it's real and not just a fantasy mm. well I mean I think most people are chasing the fantasy and that's uh, maybe what guides them into situations like that maybe these relationships that you're talking about um, were at once the dream or once the fantasy or once the the thing that they really wanted and then after a few years when that thing fades off or after a few months when it fades off uh, the investment of time and energy that has gone into the relationship maybe this is why they stay around or too afraid to go or too afraid to be alone or, so much fear obviously the fear is, is what's guiding you know so, what is your best advice for people um, who are willing to really find a relationship they can grow in? What would be your best advice to you? Well, my best advice is that actually anybody that you're in a relationship with, it doesn't matter if it's a fantasy or if it's, you know, our mind creates our realities completely. So, hmm. you could be in a relationship with, you know... <laughs> somebody who is maybe not your ideal this or ideal that or ideal fantasy. I mean, everything that we idealize is it someday going to fade anyways, whether we want, uh, you know, the perfect this or the perfect that, the perfect body or the perfect uh, face or the perfect whatever it is. Well, perfect is very subjective and it changes anything. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that we have the ability in our mind uh, to be able to transform our thoughts so that we can actually actively love the person whom we're with completely. And, you know, a lot of what, you know, I practice on my best days to be able to come to that part is, is, is making lists. Is something that you, you know, guided me towards doing is making lists of these things that you love about this person so much that when you're in your best state uh, that you reflect in this person mm-hmm. uh, that you're with. And in those moments when, you know, this isn't right or, uh, you know, you're feeling like, you know, you can't love fully or this isn't the right person for you, you go over those lists again, you know, and you you, you remember those things or you, you know, recite those things or you install those beliefs that is the reason why you're here you know that you're here with that person and when you do that enough uh you create new lists and then you know you're you're learning to love the person in a new way uh and it just grows from that point you know instead of always wanting something else you can commit to transforming your relationship to become that something else because really it's just a it's another body it's another reflection but but the other partner has to be willing to do the work (laughs) to do the work with you of course or else uh, 
I think I think that's what I see as the most important thing. If you find that person that your heart's really open to, yeah. just open to it. Even if your mind doesn't agree, even if nobody else around agrees to it. Yeah, yeah. If your heart really opens and you really want to grow and just make sure that the other person is on the same page, you know, that that other person wants to grow, same as you, um, and go for it. Because whatever hard time comes on the way, and, and there always comes, you know, when there are two different people involved, yeah, yeah. with two different paths and two different patterns and two different ways of, of thinking and looking at things. Yeah, yeah. Um, as long as you have a partner that you that opens your heart, this is a place you can always go back to. And that's um, willing to, you know, show up and, and find the balance and, and make the relationship work. Because if you've got somebody that you're with that is not willing to, you know, put in the time to what listen to a tape program together or go to a seminar or to just take a few moments and look really look have some perspective or have somebody else look uh, mm-hmm. at your relationship uh, if it feels mundane if it feels boring if it feels flatlined well that's a good reason to you know resuscitate it <laughs> yeah, exactly. but I wouldn't walk away just because it's boring because that comes and goes you know unless you know both unless, partners yeah, are unless, not willing to, to do anything about it. That's you right. Know? And also I would say communication. Communication, If you yeah. can't talk to your partner, if you can't open up what you're feeling, just put it on the table and say, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling that way, or I wish things were more this way or that way. If there's no communication, that's a good reason. Uh, to walk away, I think. I think that might be the only reason for me. Uh, because yeah, lack of love, communication. You love to think. <laughs> you love to talk. I do. That's true. But also, if I can't talk, if I can't communicate what I'm feeling, how would you ever know? How would anybody ever know? I mean, that's, that's something that I, I hear a lot of people. Like, oh, if he loves me, then he should know. Well, guess what? He might love you, but he's not a psychic. Well, come on. Are you kidding me? In our relationship, this happens all the time, you know, to where you'll be feeling something and you know that I know. And most of the time, I actually pretty much know what it is. But that's the difference. If you know me well enough to know, to read my expression, to read my body language, to to feel me, that's one thing. It's a whole other thing when people are upset and they won't tell. And then the other person comes home and asks, what's wrong? And they're like, oh, if you don't know, then, then mm. what? Then how about telling him so he'll know? Mm. You know? And a lot of people do this. Oh, if he loved me, he'd know. No, he wouldn't. Not necessarily. Mm. So it's one thing, you know, if it's a repeating thing and I know that you know or if you know me so well that you can tell by my expression or by the way that I walk you know that something is wrong and 99% of the time you'll be very accurate about what it is Hmm. that's one thing but 
It's not about me assuming that you know. Mm. And being upset if you don't, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do. Mm. I think another thing that comes up for me a lot of time when I talk to my friends about these things is that people don't know how to fight. Mm. You know? Um, and I think the most common thing that they do that is very damaging is not to be focused. Because if you're upset with me that I didn't buy milk, then we're arguing about that. But if on top of the milk you tell me that, oh, you didn't get the milk, and I tell you, oh, well, I didn't have time, then you go like, oh, yeah, but you didn't water the plant either. It's like, mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with the milk. So if you're upset with me about the milk, let's talk about milk. And if you want to talk to me about being irresponsible in general, then let's talk about that. But let's be clear about what we're fighting about. Well, you know, I because mean, people just accumulate things that's and then exactly explode it. exactly bit it. by bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really about communicating those things as soon and as often as possible so that they don't build up. If they matter, you know? It doesn't matter if they matter. All of it is an energy release. I don't think it matters if it matters or not, you know? I mean, if it doesn't matter and you bring it up and, and you know, your lady or your man reflects back to you, it doesn't matter. No, no, then, no that's not what I mean. I mean to say that, you know, I might be unhappy that you forgot to get milk. Okay. Um... But if it doesn't really matter, like if it's not a recurrent pattern that you forget to do things or that I ask you to do something and you repeatedly don't do it, you say okay but you don't do it, then there's something to talk about. But if you forgot to get milk once, okay, who cares? You know? And I know a lot of people that will explode about that because they'll take it so far but it's usually some it's it's usually never about the milk and but you know it's that. never about that partner either it'll be about oh he doesn't care about what I think he doesn't pay attention to what I tell him even though he might be the most attentive person in the world so it's very important I feel to separate you know our past pattern from the actual physical reality of what's going on because the fact that somebody forgot to get milk once doesn't mean they don't pay attention to you. Hmm. And I see a lot of people that can connect things that are really have nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they explode and the poor person comes back from work. He was so busy, he forgot to get the milk. Gets home and he just met with this wall of fire, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And oh my God, he's more than sane. He forgot to get the milk. Mm. So like keeping things in proportion and keeping focus on what it is that you're fighting on. Mm-hmm. So it's first of all looking at yourself. You know, like why am I why am I so freaked out that he didn't bring me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think it's one of the hardest things for people to do is actually uh, look inside themselves. It's so much easier to, to point the finger out at the partner mm-hmm. or whoever it is. And, and, you know, I mean, all of this is only reflections of, of what's going on in our inner world, you know, what's rising, what's, what's happening, what fears are arising, what, like, what, what does it trigger 
for me when he forgets the milk? Yeah. Does it trigger that, you know, my dad didn't listen to me when I was five years old and my, he didn't bring home the video game, you know, or does it trigger that to feel loved, I have to have everything, you know, that I ask for all the time or, and to be able to have that awareness, to be able to look at <laughs> what your partner's doing and how you're reacting to it mm. is, uh, it, it, it's so important, but it's also, it's, it really, really takes a lot of patience with yourself. You but know? isn't it what we're here for? It's what we're here for, but <laughs> everybody, and, and, and I'm finding more and more nowadays that uh, everybody's getting so lost in modern technology, in modern life, that our reaction, we are just like a, uh, we're just like skin and reactions. You know, we're reacting to our environment so much, most of the time without awareness, you know? And uh, it's just, it's just causing fire, 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 everywhere. And, you know, I, I think the world is reflecting that. <laughs> At this time. So global warming is us, huh? <laughs> it's just global warming. It's the wars. It's the, it's the divorce rate. It's the, well, you know. Well, divorce rate, I feel, comes from people uh, not willing to actually uh, stick to the commitment that they made. Now, I'm all for, you know, if you've grown into different uh, paths, and you have nothing in common anymore, and you have nothing to learn from each other, yeah, move on, get a divorce, that's absolutely fine. But a lot of people today get married too young, not really uh, show up in their relationship, you know? Well, and then they can go walk down the street or go on the internet and see a billion other choices, exactly. you know? And they just want to, they want to taste the fruit. I know. And... And this is it. A lot of, I feel a lot of divorce rate is coming because people are not willing to work for their relationships. Like, if it's not easy, then I don't want it. If the, if the whole uh, falling in love magic is gone, if it's actually time to be in real life day after day and work through everything that rises when two different worlds come together, then I don't want it. Um, yeah. And you know what? If they're giving it up so easily, they don't deserve it either. And I know it's harsh, but honestly, I mean, you made this choice. Now go with it until there's really nothing to learn. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I ran away from relationships because of because it's it, as soon as it gets to the point where. It starts triggering your your deepest resistances and deepest fears. It's painful, you know. And that's coming back to the very beginning of where this started. That's where the numbing comes from, because mm -hmm. that pain is so hard to deal with. So better to just obviously not better for somebody you know like us who really, really, really wants to you know become a diamond. You know, hmm. most people are just so happy be just being a stone, you know, because you really think 
people are happy being no. mediocre. Actually, that was the wrong thing to say. It, most people are just... Too scared. Of the pain. Of the pain that one has to go through. The, the pressure that one has to go through to work through this stuff. That's true. It's, it's like super, 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 super painful. You know? So let's numb out. Let's, you know, overeat. Let's watch TV. Let's ignore our wife or husband. Let's focus all of our energy on work. Let's focus all our energy on the kids. Let's focus all our energy somewhere else so that that one thing that is such a mirror reflection that drives the most emotion and most uh, thoughts, provoking thoughts, <laughs> you know, in us, let's stay as far away from that as we can because, I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's so painful. Hmm. But then on the other side of that, with each breakthrough with each plateau with each you know with each moment that you're actually able to you know break through those past patterns of resistance with somebody it's like the most rewarding thing you could ever imagine and you're growing and your intimacy is growing yeah. and you find times when, when you just merge you mm. know and you become something so much greater. But that's kind of what we are. And I think that that's part of what people are so scared of, you know. Now a lot of people that will enter a relationship in some sort of a pretense. Like they wouldn't be complete with them. It would just be this image of something, somebody. Oh God, I'm, I, I, <laughs> you know, I'm a... I just raised my hand because I'm I'm like case of that. Uh, but then how in my can, whole past, you but know. But then how can anything ever work if you're not you? You know? First of all, who is it that the other person loves? It's not you, it's an image of you. Mm -hmm. Or if it's an image of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, but this is the whole courting phase, you know? This is what people do. They they pull out all their best stops, but why? Because you're attracting a mate. It, it's primal. It's, it's okay to pull out your best stuff, but be real. That's the thing. That's that's what happens. Is is you actually are real, but you're not going to the depths of everything else that is there because you're putting on all your best. It's like you're, you know, you're you're putting on your play, and you're showing only your best sides. Because you can't show up. Actually, I used to do it all the time. I would show up on first dates and just unravel the depths of my whole uh, <laughs> life, you know. But uh, but still, I didn't go deep into the patterns mm. of... Well, I, I mean, this is not psychoanalyzing, you know. You go on a date, you clearly want to show up your best side first. Uh, that's very understandable. But it's one thing to show your best side, and it's a whole other thing to be or pretend to be something that you're not and keep the charade going. You know? 
He can be somebody who has no money but spends so much money on his girl just because that's, you know, what he's trying to be or... uh, People go in debt over relationships. And coming up on Valentine's Day, wow. How many, how much... uh, I've, I've had some of the most... This Hallmark holiday... Which, you know, I adore, I cherish, it's wonderful, you know, but Valentine's Day really should be every day. You should devote your life to loving this person as often as possible. Uh, But so much pressure can be put on this holiday as far as financially. I remember there was a couple times where I couldn't pull together the resources to give the Valentine's Day that I wanted to give to the woman I was with or the person that I was dating. And it crushed me. It like crushed me to points where I had to end a few relationships because of this holiday. Really? Yeah, yeah. And there's so much expectation, there's so much built around this holiday uh, as far as relationship goes. And it's like a maker or a breaker for a lot of people, you know? That is really sad. It's, I mean, it's, if you judge your relationship by the material gifts that you're getting from it, that or, is... Or the experience of, of one night. I mean, people put a lot of expectation on this. On this. Kind of like a wedding, you know? You'll spend months and months planning one night. But the thing about a wedding that sets it way far apart is you've got an audience. And there's an experience happening there. And it's going to be a wonderful experience because of the interaction. A lot of time weddings are just... Although the bride and groom always thinks the wedding is super special, a lot of the time for guests is the exact same thing. You go, you eat, you dance, you uh, hear some, you know, the bride and groom uh, being very goofy with one another. Everybody's teary-eyed, and you go home, and the next day you don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. It's another, this is for the audience. It's another Hallmark, so, uh, Hallmark holiday. No, I mean, I'm for committing, but I, I mean, I'm for, uh, you know, making a ceremony to honor your commitment, and I'm very much for finding a day and celebrating your love. That's a great, and I don't care if it's marked by somebody else. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's just about keeping things in proportion, you know? I mean, what really makes your heart open, what really moves people is the little, little gestures, yeah, you it's know? The, it's the day-to-day, it's the note on the computer, it's the, yeah, it's it's, the SMS, I love you, it's the... Yeah, I, I, I just heard this song on the radio and I thought of you, so I'm just, I, I'm really busy, but I wanted to call and say that I thought of you. Yeah, yeah. This is it. It's the, mo- it's the moment of touch, uh, you know, that just stops all time yeah and you know yeah it's nice to get flowers sometimes and it's nice to get a nice card and it's good to have these dates on your calendar because they remind you sometimes in case you forgot to do it every day here's an opportunity send a card uh bring us some chocolates i don't know whatever it is but you know all those insane people spending so much money on gestures that means nothing Honestly, they mean nothing. Yeah, yeah. Does it matter if you're mad? Actually, I think most women would rather have their man cook for them than take them to like super expensive restaurants. I know, and you should see the restaurants during Valentine's Day too. It's hilarious. There's lines out the door. I mean, 
I used to go and just be like, oh God, how uncreative am I? There's, there's a two hour wait at this restaurant. That means that this many people are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, I say for Valentine's Day, just get creative. Like, don't spend a dime, you know. I don't even know. Paint her toenails or <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, do something that is cherishable, that is memorable, that is. Give her a massage. Give her a just really good or, or actually do nothing and just commit to doing the little things every day forward. And I guarantee you. The relationship will soar, you know? Maybe she'll be pissed off that day, you know? Probably not. How about just write her a note and say, instead of spending so much night, so much money on this night, I commit to. And make it a list and make it a poem and send it to her. She'll yeah. at least be able to hold you to it because it's written down. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the most beautiful Valentine's gift you ever got or given? That I've ever given? Or got. That's how unmemorable it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I really can't remember. Plus, I don't have the best memory. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Maybe your ex is listening from Tass. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I'm really uh, I'm at a loss with that one that's yeah. okay yeah something is just biting me anyways so we're coming up on the 30 minute mark I think we're going to have to cut this thing here pretty soon so any last uh, hmm. comments about love we had a very transformational day today yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I want to share something, actually. Okay. Daniel came up with this beautiful game um, that I'm very happy with, and I'm looking forward to using it. He gave me a bunch of little cards, and each of them has something on it. And it goes from passionate kiss to make love to give me a massage or a foot massage or a head massage. Uh, take me on a little journey and so many other things that we enjoy doing together um, and spontaneously whenever, taking the day off yeah taking the day off uh, taking a museum day going to museums that's my thing I like that um, and I think it's beautiful I'm looking forward to both of us using it mm. and the idea is just whenever we feel that we got lost in mundane things in work in housework, in whatever it is that we can get lost in, we can just pull up a card and the other person has to drop whatever they're doing and we have to do it together. Mm. And I love it. It's mm. a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I hope everybody out there uh, will use it, you know, because it's such a nice way to break your routine, to bring the focus back into yeah. the relationship. And the thing is, is that, you know, the intention uh, of making it actually was <laughs> was quite, quite personal, to be honest, is that I find that one of the hardest things for me to do in a relationship 
is to be able to just stop everything that I'm doing and and just be present, uh, you know. I just get so swept away and thinking that everything that I'm doing is so important. It's just it, like it cannot wait a moment, you know. But I found, you know, over the three years uh, that we've been together, that the most important thing that you can do is connect to this person that you share your life with because without that I mean what's the point everything that you're doing is so mundane and trivial anyways I mean I, I won't even get into the whole philosophy of infinite time and space and the universe and everything <laughs> like that but if you can think about it for two seconds I mean what is more important than actually this person that you're working through all this stuff with this person that you're sharing your life with this mm -hmm. person that you're rejoicing in your in your great, uh, you know, triumphs and, and reaching your goals and everything like that. If you can't take a moment to honor that, to enjoy that, uh, trust me, it, life gets, life gets dark. <laughs> it does. It really does. It just gets really self-consumed and yeah, there's just, uh, there's such fruits in, in nursing and honoring and, and respecting that uh, that relationship that you have yeah. so awesome. for valentine's we wish you to stay connected to your roots and your heart and not your wallet <laughs> it would be a good place to start and get creative do something fun cook together Put on music and dance in your living room or out on the streets, you know. Just take a little radio with you, put it somewhere. I think the most beautiful uh, Valentine's uh, night that I had was actually with someone I was not involved with. Mm. Um, and he just took me out to the, to the roof of the highest building in Tel Aviv. Mm. We had a midnight picnic. Mm. And... Um, we just ended up staying there for hours just talking mm. and talking. Your favorite? Yes, definitely. Well, there was nothing else to do with him. He wasn't really... Was he homosexual? Right? A little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we did end up, uh, you know, spending a most magical Valentine's and really connecting to love, mm. which might not have been sexual, but... It was definitely pure and loving. Mm. And uh, it reminded both of us that you really don't need this grandiose, uh, super expensive, flashy, uh, you know, I'll write your name in fireworks in the sky. And, and then, you know. But sometimes you got to do that too, so. <laughs> <laughs> when you can afford it. But it's not that that matters. It's when you can intention. afford it and you do it in a, in a creative way. That... That's what I'm saying. It's. It's the thought behind it, it's the intention that counts. So if you've never cooked, but you're cooking for me, that mm. means more than if you take me out to expensive dinner. Mm. Or if you are not good with expressing your words, but you find a poem that does, that means more. Yeah. yeah. It is all in the little, little, little things that we can do. And men, sometimes it takes courage to do something different and, you know, it can be quite, uh, it can be quite scary to, 
uh, lay your heart out on the line like that, but do it. It's completely worth it. Completely. Alright. Anyways. That's a good time to wrap. All our love. Love, love, love. And happy, 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 happy days and happy Valentine. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get this thing up before Valentine's. <laughs> Anyways. What's our sign-off phrase? This is our first one, so our sign-off phrase is... Well, since we were talking about love and hearts, I would say... Love and hearts? Stay in the heart. Stay in the heart. Stay in the heart. Think about it. We'll stop provoking. Provoking thoughts. We're dead on the mind. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> <laughs>